This is a disturbingly disrespectful and dirty D&D podcast for adults. Viewer discretion is advised. I did turn the podcast on in a hurry because Melina just saw my phone and revealed that I am playing RuneScape. You know, you're actually the one who revealed that we're playing RuneScape because I thought you were just playing it casually for fun. Oh, fuck. Well, here's the surprise. What I'm doing is building a one-shot off of the map of RuneScape. I have no legitimate plot made. It's purely going to be a free roam. I'm going to have RuneScape on my phone, so if you talk to an NPC, I'm going to give you a quest based on that NPC. So, uh, yeah, just going to be a quick, fun, fuck it podcast. Would you like to reveal who your character is? Um, I created a forest gnome rogue. Mm. There are no gnomes in runescape there is in this runescape world okay her name is tetra spruce she is one of four siblings and all were born into a circus and they performed a tetra dance (laughs) where they all danced like fish i figured circus actors and performers they don't make a lot of money like even now today Mm, they don't make a lot of money at all so she scraped by by pickpocketing by pickpocketing people who were entertained by the act before them she has bright red hair much like a tetra fish she has some lovely blue eyes also like a tetra fish and some very pale but like dappled skin and how tall is she so i was thinking i saw three feet how old is she? 30. Hey, what's her weapons? A rapier, a short bow, um, and daggers. Because I thought that would be a fun one that they also integrated into their act of yeah. spinning someone around on a wheel. <laughs> okay, very cool. I really like this character. <laughs> well, we just made the character, so are you ready to play? I guess so. RuneScape Dungeons & Dragons. Here we go. begin your adventure as if being transported out of nowhere you're standing in front of two fountains you don't know how you got here but something happened and there you are as you look around behind you is a large three-story castle to your right are two water fountains a gate surrounds this castle people run back and forth it's a busy time there is two towers in front guarding the castle but no guards around oak trees normal trees are standing blue flags wave with the wind on said castle people walk about and you are now in lumbridge you do see men and women walking around i'll walk up to maybe a human that meets my eye you walk up to a man he's wearing green shirt and green pants and he looks over at you. Excuse me, stranger? Uh, why, yes, hello. This is the lovely town of Lumbridge. What, what, what should I do here? It is so glorious and peaceful. There's many things to do in the town of Lumbridge. You must elaborate on what you would like to do. Where do the people go? People will leave Lumbridge all the time. They might try to adventure in the Caridian Desert, where it gets dangerous and you need drapes of clothing to keep you cool, or else you'll surely die of heat stroke. There's also the Lumbridge Swamp behind the castle. Many creatures dwell there. Well, you see, I am a performer. I am searching for a crowd. The only crowd nearby would probably be an Al-Karid at the Duel Arena, although they're not looking for circus performers, they're looking for fights. 
In order to do that, you'd have to cross over the Lumbridge River and then go to the toll gate that guards your way to Al Karid. I hope you're a member because that's the only way you can get through there. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Microtransaction alert. (laughs) If you want to kill monsters, maybe the servants inside Lumbridge Castle will help you out with that. Do they have good loot, these monsters? Yeah, I'm sure you could find some loot from monsters around here. Do you have any loot? I, Not that I'm just going to give to you. Of course not. You see, I'm a hardworking civilian here. I might have a family that I might need to go back to. I'd like to roll inside and see if he's lying. Roll a d20. Seven. You have no idea if he's lying or not. I'll reach up my hand and pat him on the chest. You reach up because he's like six foot tall and you're three foot. Okay, I'll reach up and pat him on the side of the thigh. Roll a d20 as he tries to avoid moving. And if you get below a 10, you accidentally tap him on the wiener. (laughs) 18. As his wiener goes right in front of your hand, you narrowly escape an awkward touch. (laughs) And he doesn't even notice. There, there. I'll pat his pockets. (laughs) There, there, Mr. Stranger. I'll be seeing you around. Was there anything in his pockets? Investigation check. B to 10. 12. You could feel three gold pieces resting inside of his pockets. Does he turn around and walk away? He stands there for a moment very dumbly staring off into the distance like an NPC (laughs) would. And then he continues to walk back toward the castle. Stop. Walk to the side of the (laughs) castle. Stop. Stand there for a moment and just walk around chaotically. Okay. Are there any other people in the yard? Yes, there's people around. Walking. Lots of people? Uh, there's like six people just normally walking back and forth. You know, in Skyrim, how when you um, steal things, it has the open eye and then mm-hmm. the closed eye. Would the eye be open right oh, now? Oh, definitely yeah. be open. Okay. I'd like to go into the castle. You enter the castle. I'd like to walk straight into the kitchen. And you see checkered floors, a chef <laughs> running back and forth inside of a kitchen. There's a sink running, a pot, a bucket. The chef is scurrying about, not even noticing. It's You were the 50th person that comes in here this day. He doesn't give a fuck. You seem to be in a in a tizzy, Mr. Chef. Yes, yes. Uh, well, a lot of stuff is going on here in the castle today, and uh, just getting on my nerves, getting on my my workload. If you know, are you an adventurer? One could call me such. Are you by any chance looking for work? Work would that involve running errands? Uh, yeah, that would involve running a good errand. I'll give you two choices of errands if, that you want to run if it, it's up to you. Let me have them. Okay. I forgot to make my daughter a birthday cake for her birthday. So if you could grab me some ingredients, that would be spectacular. I need a gallon of milk, flour, and a bucket. If you can get me those things, I'll be 100% okay with making my birthday cake for my dearest daughter, Gertrude. The other quests I could have you do, I could go get them myself inside the basement, but there's a monster guarding them. The last assistant I sent down there was brutally ripped apart and blood screams came from the basement. I don't know what it was. I'm not going down there. But if you want to go check it out, that would be a-okay with me. Now, what would I get out of that? Ooh. A cut finger. Well, A broken leg. I'm just It doesn't seem like too much of a prize to me. You're right. What would be a task without a prize? If you want to, you complete this task and I'll put a good word in for you to the king and queen. And maybe they'll give you a good reward. But I'm just the cook. What free items are about? You see a pot, you see a tiny bowl, 
uh, oven is running in the distance. And besides that, not too much real free items are lying about. A jug, an empty jug. Is it metal? It is metal. I'd like to grab that and just hold it. You go over, grab the jug and hold it. And he says, oh, you may have the jug, I guess. If that's a sufficient reward for you, then sure. Uh, I wasn't seeking this as a reward. Maybe to hold the milk, milk possibly. So I take it you're going to go gather ingredients then instead of fight the monster in the basement? And I'll walk out the door to the main area again. Yep. Is the man walking around still who I was talking to? (laughs) He is. He's currently staring at a tree. So also with forest gnomes, they have one cantrip. Okay. And it is minor illusions. Okay. Which allows a five by five foot cube of either an image with no sound or a sound with no image. So which way... Is this random NPC standing? He's currently standing away from you looking at a tree. Everybody else is looking in random directions. There's two people looking near your direction. A few people are looking close. Uh, Six people total other than the man. I would like to stand behind him. I would like to take up the metal jug and toss it as far as I can across the square hopefully trying to hit the wall on the other side and attach to it a minor illusion of the sound of a bomb going off. Oh, okay. Uh, Do this and roll a, I'd say between a performance and deception because, uh, no, performance. 22. Tell me what happens. As I chuck the Metal jug across the square. Nobody notices the random flying object. Nope. Why would they? It's like a kid throwing a tomato in a lunchroom. Exactly. He just yeets it behind his back. A random pigeon flying by. But they do, however, notice the ginormous sulfuric explosion that just pops their eardrums as it explodes. And everybody turns away and looks toward this jug that landed pretty close to the 150 foot away wall everybody's like oh my and you hear shuffling around from inside the castle as people start to freak out now i'd like to pickpocket the man for his three gold coins okay 16 you pull in your hand into this guy's pocket and find a handful of gold coins roll a d4 to see how many gold coins you get there he says three yeah well there's an extra one in there that you didn't see three you pulled out all three gold coins (laughs) and he has no idea what hit him and the crowd slowly starts to discover that some kind of shenanigans is going on and then two guards from inside the castle that you didn't see come out and say what's going on out here everybody we heard a weird noise those goblins aren't trying to break in again are they i tuck behind the tree and i stealthily move out yeah you do so you move out of the castle perimeters yep okay so you go through the walls and no one sees you well i lightly jingle the coins in my pocket the world is my oyster the world is your oyster as you walk out on your path you see to your right a handful of stone buildings to your left is a handful of stone buildings and in front of you a bridge leaning over the river people walk about still it's still a busy little area and then you hear doom and you turn around and there's a guy a wizard looking man with a blue robe and he says doom I'll walk up to him. Are you wishing doom upon us? Or are you warning doom upon us? All around us. I can feel it in the air. Hear it on the wind. Smell it also in the air. Um, you can smell doom? There is nothing you need to do, my friend. 
I am the Doomsayer, although my real title could be something like Danger Tutor. Oh, I see. I've met many of you upon my ways. You are a charlatan. No. You are spouting nonsense, trying to lead us regulars on. I just try to teach people how to look at monsters and decide whether they're dangerous or not. For instance, and you see a rat running across the the ground. Do you see this rat? (gasps) A rat? That rat is not dangerous. If that rat were a dragon, (laughs) that would be dangerous. Yeah, um... Do you understand what I am telling you? Doom! I am going to flip a coin in my hand. Up in the air. He looks at it. And catch it in my hand. He is staring at it. And up in the air. He's looking. And catch it. He's staring back and forth, watching it flip up and down. And I'll hold out my hand. Towards the man. Uh Uh-huh. He holds his hand out. And I'm going to drop a minor illusion of a gold coin into his hand. (laughs) Okay. Roll a performance check. Okay. Actually. Okay. So here's the thing. Because it's an image, if he touches it, he has to roll a DC of 14. And if he fails, then it's without a doubt a gold coin in his hand. He rolled a five. So as the coin drops in his hand, he looks and he goes, oh my. I walk away. Oh, oh. I don't hear this. I walk away. Thank you so much, stranger. And that's it. You you walk toward the bridge or toward the buildings? I'll walk towards the bridge. As you walk toward the bridge, an open field with goblins running about chaotically. They don't seem together in a pack. There's a river with good fishing spots with fish popping on the shore banks. There's a broken down old looking building to your left and to your right straight ahead. There's a large gate leading into a desert-looking area with two guards standing out front. Goblins are running about. Ducks are quacking in the river. A chaotic little area, to say the least. What are the general population's views of these goblins? They come here, they rest in the yards, and they really just use them for target practice. These goblins are a tortured species, but they like it here more than where they came from because they have no place they're basically refugees do i see any dropped loot on the ground roll a perception check beat a 12 17 you see a few piles of bones here and there in the distance you see a leather helmet just hanging out no gold no but it's a nice looking leather helmet you don't touch it i don't touch it okay what looks the most sparkly and would catch my attention a man in the distance bullying to say the least one of these goblins He's got a very dull sword, and he's sword fighting with a goblin who's the goblin's using his arms to stop it. But he's getting weak, and this guy's just swinging hard at this goblin. You dirty, filthy animal, as if you're nothing in this world. And he whacks him again. You're just here for target practice, you dirty, filthy mongrel. And he just continues to whack him with the sword, practicing his own uh, sword swinging techniques on this poor goblin who's just... Does the goblin have a coin purse? And not a coin purse, but he's got large pockets. I'll stroll on by them. Mm-hmm. You walk by, and this guy continuously bashes the goblin. The goblin loses a little bit of health. You can see that this guy swings the sword against the goblin's head and just hits him right in the cheek and takes a real hit against the goblin. <laughs> Mr. Goblin, I'll save your life if you give me what's in your pockets. Dale. And he throws you some bones and some garbage in his pockets and one gold coin falls out i'll pick up the gold coin and it lands in front of your feet and he goes now please 
stop this guy from killing me. He's going to murder me. And the guy continuously whacks him. And he's like, you won't dare help this dirty beast, will you? And he stands and he holds his sword up in the air. I'll take my rapier out. They both stop and look at you. I'm going to parry him. You par- So you put your sword in front of the goblin yeah. to block him from hitting. When he like goes down with the sword or whatever, I'll like need it. So he doesn't go to swing down. He just stops midair and he says, you're really going to defend this mongrel? He gave me a gold coin. Would you offer more? I'll give you two gold coins to help me beat this goblin up and have a good time with a man. And he winks at you. I will thrust my rapier into his gut. <laughs> okay. Roll initiative. 18. Ooh, he rolled a 17. And the goblin's going to stop and just stare at you guys. Roll your attack as you thrust your rapier into this man's chest. Ooh, 23. That hits. Roll your damage. Five. Okay. You stab the man in the gut with your rapier. It penetrates into his intestines. Oh, you, you're going to pay for that. And he goes to swing on you now. He rolled a five. He is only prepared to fight a four-foot goblin, per se. And he swings and completely misses based on size alone and just hits the dirt. He holds his gut and he's like, what is your problem? I was trying to have a moment with you. You, you have... At least two coins to spare. You must have more. I'm not going to give coins to someone who just stabbed me in the gut for a disgusting beast like that. I'm going to shove my rapier even deeper inside of his tummy. Roll your deck. 18. How do you finish him off? Or knock him out if you so wish? Because I thrust my rapier so far into him, he like naturally doubles over. He drops to his knees and gets on your eye level because you're so short. Enough for me to reach up and grasp his head with one arm and whisper into his ear, the coin is mine. And I'll snatch his gold purse away. And he lets out a last breath and he pulls his gold coin purse away. I'll toss the goblin back his one single gold coin and I will walk away. As you start to walk away, two guards are walking on the path, patrolling the area, and they see the man falling dead freshly as blood leaks out of his stomach. And they say, hold up. What are you doing here? What's going on here? And the goblin looks like, and he, he's, <laughs> he just, now he's really scared. He's like, ah, ah. he, he kind of covers up and they, both the guards look at you and they say, did you just witness this goblin kill this man? No. This goblin couldn't have killed the man. So you killed the man? Of course I didn't. Who killed the man then? Why are you asking me who killed the man? You're inches away from a man that's bleeding out on the floor. You're inches away from a man walking next to you. Next to you. Does that mean that you have sex with him and that you're married to him and you have children and you like to fuck cows together? Roll persuasion with disadvantage. Ooh. Oh, that's a two? Yeah, that's a two. They look at you and they say... You will not speak to the king's guard that way, you disgusting little gnome. Do you want to be banned from the city or just murdered? And they pull their swords out and they say, What have you to say about this dead man that you clearly killed? And they look at your sword and see blood dripping from it. And they say, What do you have to say for yourself before we take you into the king himself? I should have hid the body better. Roll initiative as two guards are coming to attack you. Eight. They got 16 and 10. Fuck! So the first one... (laughs) goes a swing on you with his spear they're holding spears he rolls an 18 Fuck! six points of damage as one of the guards steps forward and stabs you into the arm as it pierces through your arm and breaks through the other side and now the other guard goes to step in and stab you as well 
Oy vey. He rolls a two. So how do you dodge or parry this guy's attack as he swings his spear at you as well? If you don't comply, then you'll be sent for murder and we will kill you now. <gasps> My arm. And I'll like quickly move out of the way so I can cradle my arm away from them. What'd you get for your initiative? Eight. Roll a perception check. Beat a four. Five. As you get stabbed into the arm, you notice the goblin picking through your pocket where the gold coins were. Roll a competing sleight of hand. You notice it, but that doesn't mean you're going to be able to stop him. So the goblin goes to steal the coins from your purse. 16. He got a 13. So you stop him from stealing as your body moves away and it stops his hand from being... The tightest hold I have on my body is that of all my my coin purse. And as you catch him, he's like... (laughs) He hisses. And he starts to run away. (laughs) Feared there's only one option. And that's taking up my rapier and stabbing one of them. I actually want to stab one of them in the eyeball. Okay, go for it. Yep. 10 plus 6, 16. Oh, his armor class is 16, so you barely break it. Roll your deck. 8. As soon as he stabs you, you quickly combat his attack by stabbing him anywhere. uh, In the eyeball. You hit him in the eyeball. Ah, my eye! He's killed this insolent gnome. And the other guard goes to swing at you, and now it's their attack again. So 13? Nope. 15. So one guard misses. And the other guard misses as well as he rolled a three. So they both start to stab their spears at you and you narrowly escape all built both the spears moving away. Much like Zoro, he also uses a rapier. I would like to do a T carve on the the guard who is close to death. Okay. Roll your deck. Not good. Not pass. It is an 11. You just air whiff it. I did a little bit too much finesse. Yeah. I gu- flicked the wrist a bit. <laughs> and the guard's like, we're going to... What are you even trying to do? And they go to stab you again. <laughs> 15. Ugh. Oh, yeah. 18. That hits. <laughs> so he's going to roll... Oh, six. Ah, I'm dead. You're going to roll death saving throws. The guard stabs you through the neck as his rapier pun- lunges through and hits the back and you feel all the wind go out of your throat (sighs) and you drop to the floor and the guards stand over you and they check your pulse roll your death saving throws okay you have to beat a 10 oh okay so 13 first one was a 13 that's a pass so they go to check you your your puncture wound in the neck closes a little bit and it actually gives you a little bit of breath just enough to build up pressure just enough to build up pressure and roll another death saving throw 17. The same thing happens, and your lungs inflate just a little bit more. The guards are standing over you, and they're like, she might actually live. This dumb little gnome might actually live. (sighs) And as they say that, blood spits out of the hole as you roll a four and comes back down into your face. And they're like, oh, well, maybe she's going to die. Let's (laughs) let's see how this plays out before we even try bringing her into the, the prison. Fuck! Another four? Another four. And you cough up blood and air opens up the wound on your neck hole. And they sit there and like, oh, oh, I don't know. She's looking pretty bad. We might just need to bury her in the graveyard with the goblins and let them go after her. Ooh, 16. First of all, am I in the clear now? Am I like alive enough to be You're not alive? dying. Okay. So you're still unconscious and you black out. Oh, I'm unconscious. Yeah. The last thing you see and your state of shock is the guards picking you up and bringing you toward the castle. Okay. And you black out.
time goes by. <laughs> you get a long rest and all your health back. You wake up slowly inside of a jail cell. It's an open jail cell and windows all around. A man sits in a jail cell next to you in a separate jail without contact with you. You see in a room, two guards to be exact. And outside the windows, you see thick banana trees and coastal looking water and monkeys swinging from said banana trees. And you hear <laughs> in the background and the guards are just hanging out. You yourself are weaponless and wrapped in bandages. And the guy next to you in the jail cell says, Well, well, well. Look who's awake. Welcome to Brimhaven, warrior. <sighs> Did they take everything away from me? They took everything. It's, what's your name, stranger? <laughs> you may call me Tetra. Mm. If you must call me anything at all. Tetra. Okay. Hello, Tetra. Hello, stranger. My name is Barack. It's nice to meet you. Oh, is that a family name? Uh, it is a family name. Where are the Baracks? I am a, a noble here. You're a, a noble. Yes, I am a no. I come from but noble background. Stuck in a cell. You see the cell we're in? We're being held for a sacrifice, unfortunately. I, you don't know any of this, do you? Why on earth would I know this? Well, because you committed a murder and we are to be sacrificed in the volcano nearby. Sounds delectably hot. You know, might be a, a nice way to go. Once the, the heat collapses our lungs and we black out, maybe our life will be over. I just wish I could sip apple cider from my chair one more time atop my castle as my servant girls bring in hot delectable food that I can eat off of their fleshy bodies and then i can chain them to my wall and whip them over and over again until i hear the blood-drenched screams come from the dirty whore's mouth but looks like that won't happen and the guards take their spears and they go shut up in there and they smack the railings you said there are monkeys in the distance mm -hmm. i will now elicit monkey noises from my mouth <sighs> Roll an animal handling check. Nine. The monkeys look in your direction. What are you trying to say to them? Because you can speak to animals. I ask for a helping hand, and I will trade you your time in the gold of your people. You hear back, and he swings over to you, and he hands you a banana through the rail, through the window. I will take the banana and open it up. And hold it out for the monkey. He cocks his head sideways. And I'll cock my head sideways and motion towards the guards. Is there a key ring? Roller perception check. Five. You don't see a key. The monkey eats the banana. He has no idea what you're trying to do. And I'll make motions with my hands with a blinding action and jab them towards my own eyes, but then point vigorously towards the guard. <laughs> ah, ah, ooh, ooh. The monkey looks at you and he goes, <laughs> and he swings over on the other side and there's a window facing the guards even closer. And then you see the monkey's hand stretch inside 10 feet away from the guard and he cocks it back and throws and you hear a smack on his face what the <laughs> fuck and you see the monkey just threw a large glob 
of shit right at the guard's face. And he goes, get that fucking monkey. And they both start to stab spears at the monkey. And I'll roll an attack on it. One roll to 15, one roll to 16. So Jeez. both the guards go to stab the monkey, and they rolled 11 points of damage. And I'm going to say both the guards just stab spears right through the monkey's chest and murder it. And you hear the monkey, first of all, go, <laughs> and it stabs it and it falls backwards. To which I will immediately scream in high-pitched monkey noise, danger call of they are now infiltrating the territory. Roll another animal handling check. Beat a 10. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> a five. As you scream that, another monkey swings in front of the railings. Huh? Huh? And he goes to grab a banana and hand it through to you. And the guy next to you is like, <laughs> that card is shit on his face. I will reach forward and open the banana. You open the banana and the monkey's like, ah. And I will hand out the banana to the monkey. Huh? And he cocks his head sideways. In a monkey noise, go. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> Roll a stealth check this time as the guards just killed the monkey and are going to look over, possibly. 18. You Okay, so you do this and the guards don't see you interacting with the monkey. And so you say what against the monkey? Jab his eyes out. Roll another animal handling check to see if you can properly motion to the monkey. 18. The monkey knows what you're saying. And he swings over to the other side and looks at his dead comrade. And you hear, and you hear on a scale of about 10. And monkeys start surrounding the building. Both the guards are looking about like, oh, 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 there's monkeys everywhere. What are they doing? And you just hear, and they start banging on the door and trying to get in. We can't take this many monkeys. We're going to have to send back for reinforcements. B- release the carrier pigeon and tell them we're being sieged by monkeys. And they write a, a, a quick note as monkeys are banging and throwing shit inside. Send this to Varric and tell them we need a boat ASAP. And they write it on a pigeon and put it on his feet. And they go to put it through a window, but all the monkeys are covering the windows. And so I'm going to roll for a sleight of hand from the guard. He rolled a five. I'm going to roll a sleight of hand. Monkey, he rolled a two. So... <laughs> The pigeon goes to fly out the window, and the monkey can't decide between throwing more shit into the room or grabbing the pigeon. It was too late, and the pigeon flies out. Do any of the guards back up towards the cell in fear of the monkey? I'm going to roll a d20. If it's above a 10, they do. That's a 14. So in the panic, the guards forget about the strangers in the cell, and he backs up right in between the cell of you and and, uh, Barack. I would like to use a sleight of hand to... uh drag his weapon out of its sheath okay now roll a with a sleight of hand now roll a sleight of hand and i'll roll competing there's no beating my sleight of hand he rolled an 11 i rolled a 24 it was like sheathed in a way that was just perfect for you to just slide it out and like barack sees what's happening oh i see and I... he goes to grab the guard around the neck and drag him into his side of the cell and hold him hostage i was gonna hold him hostage roll you can roll to compete against them to see who does it first okay initiative yep 14 (laughs) he rolled a two okay so he goes to grab him and you see barack this crazy nut job going after the guard what do you do so traditional cell style it's um long bars and halfway between there's like a middle bracket right 
I'm a short ass bitch. So I jump up onto there. Ah, okay. And I will throw my arm around the cell bars and hold them into a headlock while holding the spear in the other arm okay. with the tip very close to his jugular okay. vein. And what do you say to him? I say something to his friends. This man will die at the hands of me. Guard that you grab is like, oh, help, help, help. And as you say that, the other guard looks at you as he's saying that. And he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's not be brash. We can work things out. What do you want? What do you, what do you, you want us to let you out? Where are you going to go? There's monkeys surrounding this place. We're all going to die if you go outside. Of course. Unless you help us kill the monkeys. Of course, I'd like you to let us out. But mostly, I want the keys. You're a murderer. You're a murderer. I'm not a murderer. I killed an animal. That... I saw you strike down that monkey. And if you don't think that that is murder in itself, that says enough about the type of person that you are. You killed an innocent man. That's the charges that we brought you in on here. You can't compare that to killing a monkey. What did I hear about a sacrifice? Yes, we sacrifice killers to our gods. That seems a bit fucked up, don't you? It's better than holding someone in jail and wasting money. Do not kill my brother. I don't want you want us to let you out. What do we what do we expect once we let you out? What's gonna happen? You give me the keys. You don't have to worry about what happens afterwards. Roll a persuasion, Jack. You got Nat 20. <clears throat> he grabs from his pocket one large key and he's like, okay, calm down. Do not kill my brother. I'm going to open the door. I'm going to expect that you don't just hastily let these monkeys in and murder us like you did that man near the goblin. And I'm going to open the door. And he puts the key in and you hear... And before he swings it open, he says, now will you drop the spear from my brother's neck? I told you to hand me the key, not to unlock myself. You want the key? And he goes, here, have the key. And he hands you the key. But he hands it to the hand that's holding the spear. I would like to call out to the monkeys. This is difficult because my arms are around cage bars. Mm -hmm. In order to get out of the cage, I have to let the man go. Barack says, throw me the spear. I, I I can help you here. Throw me the spear. I'll keep them from having the weapon. Hold the man, Barack, and I will let you go. Fuck me over, and I will release every single monkey in this jungle on you. He reaches his hand out as far as he can, but he can't reach completely onto the man. You know, so you guys are going to have to do like a, a push Tradesies. grab yep. tra- So with the guy. And I'm going to have you roll with advantage to push the guy over into Barack's arms. Okay. I'd say strength. A what? Strength. I, I 15. That's it. He rolled an 18. As you go to trade off to Barack, the guard who's like, okay, okay, okay. And as soon as the releases happen, he breaks free and he's like, get me the fuck away from them. Don't, don't lock the, lock the door quickly. I have the key. Oh. I hop down from the bars. And he, the other guard pulls his spear out and they back up closer to the monkeys than you now. What are you going to do? What are you doing? I open up the cell door. And the monkeys are just going crazy. <laughs> I will come out of my cage. With my spear pointed forward. The guards are holding steady. And Barack is like, you're going to let me out, right? You're going to let me out, right? you got to let me out. How much gold do you have on you? I'm a noble. I have lots of gold back at home. But they took everything from me. How many men are there? Two guys. And there's ten monkeys. I thought there was like six guards. No, there's two guards. Oh my god, this boosts my confidence. I would like to slink closer to Barack's cage and unlock it. Barack's like, thank god. I didn't know if you were going to do that or not. Help me debilitate these guards, not kill them, and I'll make it worth your while. What would stop me from killing them? 
my reward that I'll give you. Why would do you need these men alive? Did you hear what I told you earlier? One of the things I like to do to my servant girls is chain them up to the wall and whip the love out of them and watch them scream in pain. They would give me nothing more pleasure than to do this to these two guards that have been holding me and harassing me for food and water. I'd like to keep walking to the front door. <laughs> you do so as he keeps like whispering like, I don't want to kill these guards. And open up the front door. You do that, monkeys pour into the room. <laughs> and I'd like to step out. Monkeys start pouring in, and the monkeys look at you confrontationally, and one monkey steps in front of you really quick, the one that you gave the banana to, and he goes, oh, oh, and he shakes his head left and right, and the monkeys look at you, and they, they nod their head at you. Do you say anything to the monkeys? What does that mean? Thank you for your good acts of service. You will undoubtedly be rewarded with anything I can provide. And the monkey goes, Oh, and the monkeys pour into the room and start having a massive fight amongst all three. Barack and the two guards, would you like to know how it plays out? Yes. Meanwhile, I relock the door behind me. I'm going to roll just a natural uh, a d20 for the guards and see how well each one does. Okay. Three, 18, and then Barack, 19, Ooh. and then I'll do two monkey rolls. 11 and 4. The monkeys come in and rip one of the guards apart and just murder him. They rip his eyes and you just hear screams. Barack is also going ham on one of the guards and just fucking him up. So both the guards die. But in the process of doing so, the monkeys lost eight monkeys and only two came out alive. And Barack was one of the ones that came out alive. And Barack and the monkeys were like at a standstill for a second and covered in blood, surrounded by dead monkeys. They both kind of looked at each other like, no more. And (laughs) they both slowly exited the shack. Well, it's locked, so they can't. Oh, you locked it? I locked it behind me. Oh, (laughs) so the monkeys look at Barack and Barack looks at the monkeys. If they don't fight, they don't fight. That's okay. No, I think they're going to fight. I'm going to roll a d20. Below 10, they fight. Above 10, they don't. 15, they don't fight. So the, oh, okay. they look at each other and they're like, he doesn't know how to talk to monkeys. And the monkeys come up to the guard rails and they yell for you and they go, <laughs> and which means you can tell an animal, let us out, come back here, let us out, let us out. Are there crates and barrels around me? Yes, there are crates and barrels around. You open it up and you see a fuck ton of bananas. <laughs> I would like to hold as many bananas as possible in my hand. Because bananas are on like the roots, you, the can, you can grab a fuck ton of bananas. Okay, so let's say 50 bananas in each bunch. Yep, okay. You grab 50. Okay. I will open the door and okay. let the monkeys out. Okay, you let the monkeys and out. And toss them a bunch of bananas. As the door opens, they're like, ha, 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 And they look at you and they just grab the bananas and they go, and then they jump off. It, which meant like, we're not pleased with you, but thank you for the bananas. And they leap through the woods. And Barack... Now... <laughs> Barack I would like to behind. do a sleight of hand. <laughs> You're going to have to roll an athletics check as Barack... An athletics check. Yeah, because... Barack ran out as soon as the monkeys came, and he's going to try to slam his body up against the door to stop you from shutting it. Okay. 12. He rolled an 8. So you slam the door and hit Barack, and he's like, what do you think you're doing? I'm a noble man. They're going to put me to death in the... In the volcano, I can give you gold beyond your wildest dreams. You're going to lock me in here? I will not take petty words. I will not take your reassurance of gold. The only gold you have to offer me is the gold that you have on hand. I'll lock the door. You bitch. Now, as I know, 
Is this our um, ever, ever faithful island of monkeys of bananas and rum? Yes. Is there any rums in the crates nearby? I'll say you can find rum, yeah. I would like to smash a bottle of rum inside. Okay, <laughs> you do so. And he's like, what are you doing, you bitch? Let me out of here. Let me out of here, you stupid little gnome. I would like to start a fire, but I don't know how. Are there any torches nearby? On one of the buildings, I'd say you can find some lamps that are unlit because it's daytime. What, what's on this island? Out of the jail, you see wells everywhere. You see a bar labeled the Shrimp and Parrot. You see various buildings. You see a large banana farm in the background, a dock with boats coming in and out of it. There's also just thick forest, a lake in the distance, a volcano on the other side on the horizon. A bar is the only substantial building, and the other ones look like run-down shacks, basically. Mm, I'll go into the bar. You go into the bar, and it's a big open bar. You see sailors, a few sailors and a farmer just hanging out, having a drink, getting torched off of rum. There's four sailor men, one's a bard, and three of them are drinking at a table. Their faces are just beet red. There's two farmers at the bar table and a bartender serving them. Everybody's just drunk. It's roughly about one o'clock. Mm. And the bartender looks at you and says, Hi, what do you have in Lassie? You. You also hear. From one of the sailors. Hey, nothing I like more than a nice little gnome by my side tonight. Ew. And he's um, like, what do you want, Lassie? Don't mind them. A flint and steel, perhaps? Flint and steel? A uh, match? Uh, I got a match you can have, but no flint and steel. Um, here's a match. What do you need a match for, if you don't mind me asking? Why, for starting a fire, of course. Why do you need a fire? I got a stove if you need to use one here. In the We offer civilian... Well, you see, I am quite deterred by population. So I, I would more prefer to make a campsite out in the middle of the woods and just get some nice rest and respite with my fellow uh, monkey friends. Hey, to each his own, little girly. And he gives you a match. He says, uh, you be careful out there. Does he give me the fire starty thingy on the side? No, he just gives you a match. I will come back with a gold piece if you give me the whole box. One gold piece for a full box of matches, you say? Well, that's a hell of a deal. How do I know you'll come back? And you, one of the drunken guys at the bar goes, He's not coming back. No one ever comes back. Especially women. Hmm. I will offer you one performance. Made in good nature upon completion of my task. I will return at nightfall. How about you do a performance and I give you the matches here now? What kind of performance are you trying to get to? I think me and the boys could see a performance right now. How's about that, boys? And the drunk guy goes, oh, yeah, performance. And the guys and the sailors are like, yeah. Let's see it, girl. First, I will need a volunteer. One of the sailors drunk stumbles up and he says i'm a volunteer i'll do whatever you need what do you want little girly i have a burglar's pack and it comes with 50 feet of rope you don't have anything on okay you? fuck that um is there rope nearby uh, you could find rope sure i don't need rope whatever it doesn't matter i will have you stand against the wall all right you got it and he goes and stands up against the wall and everybody's looking at you now and they go what is the little gnome girl gonna do hmm um is there perhaps a apple sitting about, maybe a potato? The bartender quickly grabs a, a potato. 
No, you know what? He grabs a banana and he's like, we got a banana right here for you. I can see where this is going. And he hands you the banana and he goes, this is going to be good. And I will plop it on it. Like, you know, uh, I have to hop. I'm tiny. I have to hop and place the, it on his head. As you go to do that, the sailor picks you. He puts both his hands on your hips and he says, I'll help you. And he touches your hips and he lifts you up to allow you to put it on his head. And he goes, there you go, little cutie. Okay. Gross. Um, <laughs> and he softly puts you back down. Okay. Banana on head. Yeah. I will back up. I will back up 50 feet. Okay. You back up against the wall. And the sailor at this point's like, okay, hold on now. I'm not sure I like where this is going. Uh, what kind of background do you have to be doing something like this just for a box of matches, huh? Is there a knife nearby? Because I just realized I don't have any daggers on me. One of the, the bartender definitely has a knife. And he's like, I got a knife right here for you. I'm looking forward to this show. And he tosses it to you and he goes, well, hold on now. I will grab it and <laughs> toss it <laughs> straight at the banana. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, oh, shit. And you're gonna. This is gonna be a hard roll. I know. <laughs> so roll a d20. Roll a performance check. You're gonna have to be in. Let's say 17 to be able to beat this. A performance. So roll a performance. I won't give you disadvantage, but I'm gonna say that you have to roll a 17 or better. That's hard. Yes, That's it like is. Too hard. Uh, uh. I have experience in this. First of all, it's not an apple or a potato. It's a fucking banana. Yeah, that would make sense. A banana's thin. I was thinking it stood up on its side like an L. 17. Oh, six. Does that make it? Did I get him? Without hesitation, <laughs> the guy throws you a knife. The guy goes, well, hold on now. I don't like this. And you throw the knife and it sticks him right in the forehead. <laughs> and he goes, oh, what the fuck? And it digs into his skull and he's like looking at it. His blood drips down. It, roll your damage. Roll. Play D4. Uh, roll a D4 then. Do I have to add my bonus? You do have to add your bonus. <laughs> but I wasn't aiming to kill. What's your bonus? A four. So it's a seven. <laughs> you gave this guy a slight lobotomy as it yeah, digs through his skull. And he's like, and the sailors all stand up the two sailors left over this guy's panicking and they pull out axes and they say i will look at the bartender reach and grab the matches that he put down give him a wink (laughs) the bartender's laughing and bolt out the door the bartender's like you get him girly and the sailors run after you i bolt out the door i assume there's many crates around Mm -hmm. i will duck behind one and use a minor illusion to make a visage of me running into okay. the opposite direction. So you're going to have to run past the sailors and they're going to get an attack of opportunity. Oh, so okay. they're going to roll a 13 and a nat 20. Ew. So they go to swing their axes at you. One misses and then the other one actually hits and he rolls seven points of damage. Yeah, as he, that makes sense. You run past him and he catches you on the thigh and just gives you a good laceration. And he's like, you're not getting away that easy. And they hit you and you run past and you do a minor illusion of you running. In the opposite direction. They would have to do an, an investigation check against a DC 14. Okay. They rolled a three. They're dummies. They're drunks. So, yeah, they're drunk too. So, as you do this, they just run deep. They see you running toward the gates of a volcano and you run the complete opposite way toward a lake. So, the jail cells in between the building that you just left and a lake. You run toward that and you make it to the building where there's a jail cell. And the guy, Barack, is sitting there like, Are you come back and let me out? You gonna let me out of this jail cell? For good measure, I crack another bottle of rum. Okay. And it, you break it in there. And he goes, What are you doing? 
I've, is this some kind of liquid for me to drink? I don't want rum. I light a match. And hold, I hold on it there. Inside. And it lights up. And he goes, well, stop it, stop it. And he starts to try to stomp it out. So he goes to stomp it. If he beats a 10, nat 20. So the guy, Barack, is like, what do you think you're doing? And he starts stomping out the fire. And he quickly puts the fire out. He's like, I'm right here. You can't burn me down with just a bunch of rum. What do you think you're doing? Let me out of this goddamn cell. You have no idea who I am. I come from noble lineage. I will have you murdered. I swear to God. I won't, though, if you let me out of this fucking cell right now. I lift up my arm. For I have forgotten that I still have a fucking spear with me. I don't know why I didn't just Mm -hmm. throw that. That's Mm -hmm. the only thing I have. And I'll say the spears in the jail cell are broken for the monkey attack. I lifted the spear mm-hmm. through the barred windows and throw it at him. Okay, that's going to be a attack. <sighs> you fucking asshole. Um, nine. <laughs> you throw the spear and it whooshes right past him and hits the wall and sticks into the wood. And he's like, you, f- you know what? I'm going to go grab the spear. And he plunges it out of the wall and he says, now I have a spear. Let me out of this cell, and I promise I won't use it on you. And he starts getting mad, and he goes, let me out of this goddamn fucking cell. That you, you don't know who I am. I can give you gold coins. I'm sick of being locked up here. In the distance, you hear sailors yelling, like, where'd she go? Nowhere close, but you hear sailors yelling, like, mm. you know what? I'm going to roll to see if the Barack guy hears the sailors yelling. He's got to be a 13. Find that little gnome girl. She's right here somewhere. It's an island. He rolled a 19. So he hears that and he says, Looks like someone's looking for you, huh? Now you're really in quite the pickle because I can either yell and get their attention or you can let me out and we can be on our way. I'm going to give you a little bit of time to decide here. Can I trust you? At this point, for me to come out of this jail cell, you can trust me. I just want to get out of here and come back to my family. Can I roll an insight check? Yeah. Ew, not one. He rolled a nine, so you believe him. Yep. Well, he promised me gold. You open up the jail cell, and he comes out, and he looks at you, and he goes to stab the spear into your head. He rolled a four, let's say plus two, and you dodge the the spear. I'll kick him in the balls. But at the same time, he yells, she's over here. The gnome's over here. I'll still kick him in the balls. Okay, roll your attack. 11 plus 6. Oh, wait. That, that wouldn't do it. Strength. That'd be nothing. It'd just be 11 then. Okay. So I'll let you decide. You can either roll an unarmed attack or you can roll a d6. And if you get a 6 or 5, I'll say you can incapacitate him by hitting him in the nuts and paralyze him shortly. Or you can roll damage and roll a d6 of damage. I'll try to um, incapacitate him. Okay. You got to roll a 5 or 6 and you'll really hit him right in the testes. 1. You go to kick him in the balls, and you just catch the eye, and you don't even hit him. And so he's going to roll his attack Well, on. a one is still a hit, technically. I just glisten the tip. Little stingy, but nothing bad. He rolled a ten. So he goes to stab you with the spear again. He goes, uh, you dirty little gnome. You're going to burn me down. You expect me to let you let me out and not even try to murder you? I could give you gold, sure, but fuck that. I'm going to reach out and bite him. <laughs> Okay, roll your attack. Uh, it's a three. Nope. So you go to bite him, and he's just like, you dumb little gnome, and he swings his spear at you, Ugh. and he rolls an unnatural 20, and he's going to do his damage with the spear. He rolls 
seven points of damage. I'm dead. You're on death saving throws. Yep. <laughs> so for the second time in Tetra's life, he knocks you out and he drags you inside of the shack and roll your death saving throws as you watch this guy plant you up against the wall and he shuts the door. Nineteen. Okay. Now the high rolls come in. So you start to breathe and wake up a little bit. Then your life is slowly starting to come back. 14. Okay. So you're not dying, but you slowly wake up just in time to see this guy. He grabs, uh, I told you there's rope in this place, didn't I? He grabs rope and starts to tie you up against the cage and he locks the door. He gets the spear and he starts to poke it into you to wake you up a little bit more. And he says, you fucked with the wrong noble today, little girl. And he starts to scrape the spear against you as it cuts into your skin. What do you do as you're barely coming out of consciousness? You can say two words right now. The easiest two words of my life. Fuck you. (sighs) Oh, I like it when they have a little bit of zest in them. And you hear the sailors come up to the door and they go, there she is. What are you doing in there? And Help, help, this man, he's torturing me. He threatened me with rape. The sailors who they just saw you stab this guy in the forehead. They could give a shit, but roll a persuasion check with disadvantage. And I'm going to say beat a 12. 18. And a 10. So disadvantage is 10. Maybe you deserve to be raped, you little (laughs) dirty bitch. (laughs) And they watch and they say, Sir, you're going to take care of this girl, huh? And he goes, This girl fucked with the wrong noble and they say well that's all we need and they walk away and they're like i don't need to see no more of this and they get the fuck out of there and yeah my last ditch effort i scream on the top of my lungs in monkey help i need your help so as you roll just a flat roll and i'm gonna see if this guy allows you to do that while he 16. Roll with disadvantage because you're tied up. My mouth's not tied up. No, but you're tied up in... Two. Okay, so this guy. 17. As you go to scream, he pulls your tongue out and slices it off with a spear and cuts your tongue off and proceeds to torture you. But do the monkeys come? The monkeys do not come. He stopped you from yelling in time. They should. I should have been able to yell. Then he slams your jaw shut to where you can only grunt. And he proceeds to overpower you and cut your skin. And you go through a horrible, torturous death as the guy stabs you into the stomach, rips off your skin. He puts a little bit of your belly onto his face and he walks around the cell with it with his wiener tucked in between his legs. And he sees himself in a reflection. He goes, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me real hard. And he just goes through little dances in the cell and just acts like a fucking weirdo. And you scream your way internally out as the guy tortures you to death and through this gruesome painful death darkness bleaks over to your eyes and then in a moment light and you wake up back in front of lumbridge castle (laughs) as per runescape respawning when you die you start back off with nothing in front of lumbridge that does happen doesn't it yep so we could always use this again as a, yeah. a, a free play, but that's it. That's fun. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know if we're going to post this, but if we do, thank you guys for listening and uh, subscribe to a D&D channel and check us out on Instagram. But that's it. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed our RuneScape podcast one shot. We're probably going to play it again and we probably won't post it. So goodbye. Doodles. <laughs>